Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. I've got a random question for you. Mm-hmm. Is amnesia real? What do you think amnesia is? Oh, boy. Um... I know it's out of left field. That's just a starting point. I have a much more interesting question, but but what what do you think? What would you define amnesia to be? How about that? Um, geez, I guess I would say it's a uh, well, loss of memory. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say it's got to be more than just like you know I don't remember where my socks are. It's got to be like on a <laughs> larger. That's it. Right. That's it. We all have it. It can't be that thing where you ask, you know, your significant other where the thing is when you should just look for it. Um, right. But I don't think it has to be total loss of identity. Um, yeah, it's not Alzheimer's, right? Like I, I don't, I don't think it's that to that extent. It seems, it seems localized, doesn't it? I don't know. I, I think um, it's just got to be substantial loss of memory. Uh, it feels like, and I, I think it would be like. Um, you know, some, I, I don't think it goes away either. I think it's like you're, maybe there's different kinds. Like you lose the, the memory storage. The others, you lose access to it for a while or permanently. Cause don't yeah. people like after, at least that's what the movies teach us that, you know, <laughs> well, all that's, of a sudden, that's kind of the funny thing about it, right? Like all cause all was, smell comes through and then you, it all comes back. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, Oh, that priest molested me. So it's, it's like, there's like, I agree. It's it's some kind of memory loss, but it's not complete. It's not like short term memory loss. It's like it's like a blackout period. I feel I feel like the definition from the movies is like it's a blackout period. It's usually a plot device to like keep us guessing as an audience. You ready for a DSM five definition? What's DSM five? It is the playbook for um, for the professional organ um for professionals that deal in psych i can't remember if it's psychology or psychiatry i think psychiatry is the medical one yeah oh it's from the psychiatric association so okay drugs not hugs okay unable to recall autobiographical memory associated with a traumatic event associated with a traumatic event okay that that's the key piece that's why it's not alzheimer's that's why it's not forgetfulness yeah you know because i have that for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. So that so thing where, traumatic event. like I was just listening to, um, geez, I wish I could remember what this was from, but by the way, uh, how dare you look up an actual fact? I know. <laughs> well, this, uh, let's all, this could be from a, a, a fact free website. So. <laughs> <laughs> true. Right. Yeah, it's from the internet. It must be true. Right. 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 So I, I don't know. I, I saw one, this woman recently was, um, I think I remember what it was about. It was a woman in Rhode Island who was a part of a kind of a celebration of uh, women who were formerly incarcerated that were kind of able to turn the page somehow and uh, get going on a life of independence. And there was some very candid conversation, the kind of stuff that like doesn't happen in the political debates where, you know, if she, she was saying like, I was, I was uh, very irresponsible, which right. Like, when it seems like yeah. when you're debating this stuff at the political yeah. level, no one can ever say that the person's irresponsible. Yeah. Admitting culpability, um, which is a whole other thing to dive into, you know, around you know people behaving as a rational actors in a marketplace. But the anyway, long story short, she she was she had me at hello, and then <laughs> at one point she was saying, um, you know, I have this memory of sitting on someone's lap, and then like darkness. And she's wondering, like, she can't, she had like a wonderful childhood, supportive family, secure. Uh, she was very able at school, but, but was just screwing around. Hmm. So it was almost like there's, I think what she was painting a picture of was someone who's being self-destructive and no idea why. And then here's mm-hmm. this memory of sitting on this guy's lap and then blackout. And then, so mm-hmm. now she's, she is, she is starting to say like part of her personal narrative is I think I might've been abused at that point. Mm. So I, I, you know, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Was that it? Or I didn't mean to that, that, I, just stopping there is just like, just that. I don't know. Cause you were, I, I don't know. I don't know how that plays into 
what you were getting at with amnesia. But I think it's interesting because now what now what do you now what is she supposed to do? Right. <laughs> Right. Okay. That is absolutely not even the inspiration for my question at all. Mine was much lighter than that, but that, but yes, but that does totally make sense to go there. Cause it's like, so so let me, let me, let me, I'll explain my lighter version of it. And then we can come back to this situation because it's, I think it's pretty interesting. Well, it's my idea. So of course it's interesting. Yeah. So, (laughs) so hang on. Let me just, uh, Right. Oh, my arm. So I had a, a, a novel experience recently where, you know, men of a certain age, I think women too, there are plenty of women in the waiting room, uh, are subjected to a diagnostic procedure that you'll probably enjoy very soon that, uh, scans for colon cancer and the, you know, it's a colonoscopy and you're supposed to go in and they, they, they give you drugs to make it not a big deal uh, so that you're not thrashing around on the table while the doctor has a, you know, an iPhone up your butt. So, so the, so here's the experience, right? So I go in. I wonder if that eliminates those uncomfortable and awkward erections or if, if it just makes it so you don't notice. Uh, sir. Uh, <laughs> Look, <laughs> this I, is highly I, unusual. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I want to put both of us under anesthesia for this procedure, if you don't mind. <laughs> this is awkward <laughs> for everyone. Is there any way we could both forget? Yeah. Well, oh, right. But okay. So like, it's it's so easy to make jokes about like someone sticking a hose up your bun. So so I'll try to keep doing that because I yep. like easy jokes. But um, the experience was very interesting from a perception standpoint. So. You go in, it's like, you know, I've never had a surgical procedure, but I went in with mom when she was getting ready and they put her under and I've never been put under. I've had Novocaine and stuff like that. So I was a little anxious about the whole thing, like not knowing if I was going to be doped up and like, like, you know, end up with like a viral YouTube video that Cooper posts online of me talking about like, you know, is this this reality? Totally. So... So you go in and they put the IV in and you start, you, you feel nothing. It just feels like nothing. Like you're getting a blood test. Like I didn't feel anything. Totally lucid. Uh, they wheel you into the room, which is an extremely, I guess this is a sidebar, but extremely uncomfortable experience for me being like, like wheeled around on a table. Really, really didn't like that. Wow. And uh, did not feel like, oh, I'm. I'm under a professional's care. I was like, I need to take control. I'm obviously type A control freak, wicked bad. Cause I was like, I yeah. absolutely hate this. You're pushing the gurney wrong. I should be facing the side, not the ceiling. It's like full on Jacob's ladder in your mind. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Send you a clip and you'll be horrified. Oh, good. So, all right. So we go in normal doctor's appointment. I'm like, you know, can you roll on your left side? Not, you know, TMI, but like, can you roll on your left side? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just completely now I'm getting this IV drip the whole time. And totally, everything's just like totally normal, totally normal, right? And doctor comes in, gives me a meet and greet, explains what he's going to do, make sure it's the right person, make sure the procedure I'm here for, all like normal stuff, just like a normal doctor's appointment. And, And I never stopped thinking, I never thought that changed, like nothing, just totally awake. They said, sometimes people fall asleep. I'm like, oh, I'm not falling asleep. Uh, they start to do the procedure, uh, resisting the urge to, to make a joke about it, but it's just, it was just no big deal. It was like, but you were conscious for it. Totally awake, but you know, I've had bigger. No, just kidding. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're 40, you start getting Dr. Finger for 10 years, once a year. And that, so this is just like, you know, uh, an escalation of Dr. Finger. So whatever. So the procedure is going on. I'm like, eh, it's not my, not the favorite part of my day. It's not my favorite part of the day, but it's no big deal or whatever. And I'm like, well, oh, be, sorry to jump in, but I, I feel like we've glossed over this feeling you had on the gurney being rolled around. Like, can you talk about that some more? You know, the, the scene in a movie where someone is like rushed to the emergency room and there's that that scene of the fluorescent lights going by mm-hmm. that exact thing was like I was felt like I was in a movie and I'm like, I hate it just, I just like an uncomfortable feeling. It's not that I didn't trust the people. They all seemed really professional or whatever. I just don't like being wheeled around. I don't know. It's just like control. Yeah, totally. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 
I mean, why, I mean, that's why I have the job I do. Like no one, I just do whatever I want, whenever I want. So it's, I just don't like being on someone else's schedule or whatever. I mean, that's a whole separate issue, I suppose. Interesting. I agree. So, but we get in there and so the procedure's going on and I'm like, eh, this is like, this is nothing. I mean, it's nothing compared to like, uh, like, uh, you know, like, uh, getting a cavity filled when the Novocaine didn't really take all the way. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was nothing compared to that. I mean, that's way worse. That like, you know that blinding white pain when you're getting like a dental procedure that's not going Yeah, when it goes wrong, when it hits the wrong spot. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing even remotely like. It was like so and it's funny because I'm 53, I was supposed to start getting these when I was 50, but COVID happened and I didn't really want to do it and it's actually complicated to schedule it. So I pushed it off for like 3 years. And uh and so it turned into a little bit of a big deal in my head and it complete it was a complete non-issue. But here's here's the long story short. If you if you ask me, and in fact Erica did ask me when she picked me up because they ha- you have to have someone pick you up that lives like a family member or whatever because they're like you could be out of it. You can't just take a cab home. They could take advantage of you. you can't take public transportation. They could take advantage of you. Like you're going to be looped. Yeah. Uh, also didn't like the idea of that for, probably for the same reason. So <laughs> if you ask me, and Erica did ask me, and the and the when you get into post op or whatever it's called after you're done you take you back to your little like walled off cubicle and and the guy there's like a a nurse asking me questions and he's and i was like yeah i'm he's like how are you feeling i'm like fine like i never even fell asleep and he's looking at me like he knows something that i don't know right so he's looking at me like okay you know what's your name you know asking you like cognitive questions and i'm like and in my head i'm like i never i feel the same i'm normal how Nothing. soon after was was that part? Well, that at, if you asked me at the moment, I would have said it was right then. Like the procedure takes like 15 minutes. You're out. They wheel you back. He's, this guy starts asking me questions. Um, they took the IV out. Uh, I had to, he gave me some paperwork. Uh, there was a conversation about, conversation about like, who's your right? Like who's going to pick you up? And like, I, yeah. I called her, but I got her voice, you know, stuff like that, like administrative stuff. But I could see on his face that something I was saying, he was uh, he was humoring me. I could see from the expression on his face that he was humoring me because I think I was asleep, but I don't remember it. So and and later, you know, Erica picks me up and I, I felt a little funky, but, you know, she was like, how did it go? And I was like, oh, you know, it was it was fine. It was nothing. I like it was OK. It was not it wasn't even I mean, uncomfortable is even pushing it. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't painful in any way. And I was never like freaking out. Like I've been to physical therapy that was way worse than this. And, and she was like, Oh, did you fall asleep? And I was like, no. But then later I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't remember being wheeled back. Did, I don't Erica, did Erica think you were normal when yeah, she was yeah. talking to you? Yeah. So I like hundred. I felt a hundred percent lucid the whole time, but I think there was a period where I wasn't, and I was either out of it or asleep. But I cannot remember the overhead lights getting wheeled back, and I definitely remember the overhead lights getting wheeled there, clear as clear as a bell. So I think, and I do remember the doctor saying something about finishing, but I will admit that it got very dreamlike. Like some of the memories are very dreamlike, and it could be that. I actually, how would I know, right? You, how would sounds, I even know? It sounds to me like you definitely were out for a couple of reasons. I've I've picked up Olin from that procedure twice mm-hmm. and uh, picked up Christy from that procedure. I've mm-hmm. done that procedure. It's in all of those instances, there's a blackout period and then a period where you're just, it's just nonsense, total freaking nonsense. So it sounds very much to me like you did go out mm. and and I then think, yeah. there was a like if Erica had been there when you came out, she would have experienced you conscious but making no sense. Yeah. That's I the think, look I, I think I, that's the look the guy had on his face. Yeah. That and it it was hilarious with Olin. One of the one of the times we picked him up. I, I don't remember the story well enough to know. It's just he he was <laughs> There was some nonsense about the lottery. I, I just I don't know what was going on, but it was um, it's it's a very interesting state of mind that uh, post uh, colorectal exam. Mm. Okay, so that that got me thinking, right? What if you if you could 
If you had a medicine that didn't block pain, but did block memories, wouldn't that be just as good in many ways, right? So like, like what's, what's, so on the surface, you'd think like Novocaine, well, you don't want the person to feel any pain. Well, why not? Okay. Um, because for example, it would be really hard to operate on them if they're flailing around in the chair yeah, or on the table. Or what about, um, them not wanting them just, just not coming back and just letting their teeth or whatever, their health fail because they don't want to go through that experience. So compliance, non-compliance. Um, but what if, what if, I know this is not real, but it's, I just, I could not stop thinking about it. What if there is no Novocaine? What if there is no painkiller? And maybe this is the subject of a, of a sci-fi movie, but check it out. Check out the, the, the sameness of the result. Let's say there's no such thing as a painkiller, but there is an amnesia agent and you go in and you're like strapped down like, like silence of the lambs. They do your teeth, they do your butt, they do whatever. And they give you a men in black, forget what happened pill. And you're like, it was fine. It was great. Like, I don't, it was, it was no problem. And you know, the story I'm telling it's like, oh, I didn't like being wheeled in, but it was fine. And and then you'd have compliance. You would, people would not think it was a big deal. They would just come back. So it got me thinking, you know, I, I don't, I'm not suggesting that that's what I think really happens, but it got me thinking about like, what's really the bad part. It's remembering the pain. I almost think remembering the pain is worse than going through the pain or certainly it's yeah. a secondary. You know what I'm I, saying? Well, I think, I, I think where I'm, where I'm on the same page with you is like, what is the purpose of pain? It's to send a, a message that there's a problem. And, and, uh, and so like, th- this is like, how do you dissociate from, from pain in a, in a useful way? Like when you know you're yeah. okay, how right. do you dissociate from it? And I think there's a lot uh, of advantage there, you know, where, you know, where you can say, you know, this discomfort is, is not hurting me. So I think about Christie's kind of training for, uh, our firstborn mm. and kind of what all that training is about and about like, you know, trying to, to recognize that the pain is not uh, like a mortal uh, going to kill you. You're going to be okay. You're going to have a baby. So here are some techniques that you can use to kind of tolerate the pain uh, along mm. the way. And this may mm. be a good example too. Cause like um, you have many of the components that you were talking about, you have really intense pain. It, it could be, Slightly worse than, you know, when a guy gets hit in the nuts. I th- I hear that childbirth might be a little bit worse than that. That's um, not possible. Right. It's, well, it's hard for us to imagine, but uh, I think most, most women agree that uh, there's nothing worse than getting hit in the nuts. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I have a good sidebar, but I'm going to hold off on it. Um, that relates to my gallbladder. But... <laughs> So you've got, so for people that opt to not have the, I can't remember what the injection is called. The saddle block? The spinal? Whatever. Yeah, the spinal. Mm. Um, and that's, are what, going that's what in, we had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Christy went in without that um, the first two times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then she the, said, what am I doing? Well, the second time it got to a point where she was like, all right, I'm good. And anyway, then, then by the time it was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll just have it. They were like, yeah, it's too late. So, but you have, but then you have uh, a newborn and your memory is erased, you know, in in a sense. But the thing that's, that's different, you know, the thing that doesn't make it just a total apples to apples. First of all, your memory is not fully erased, but Mm. like, also, like, it's not nothing to go through really intense pain. Like, you're, like, you still have to go through it. So I don't know why people would opt. Like, if I had a choice between going through pain and then forgetting about it and then not going through pain and forgetting about it, I would do the not going through pain and forget about it. So here's, the, right. Well, that's, that is my exact fascination with it is I can't tell if there's a difference. It's like, as we're talking about it, of course you would say, I don't want to feel the pain in the first place, but what's the difference? I just don't think you can dissociate from it while it's happening. Like, no, I of think course not. Of course not. You'd you would be, st- to... you're right. But if you can't remember it, does yeah. it matter? 
Well, and what's the? Are you talking about like, like at what point is it erased? Like you're no, still going to go. No, I understand, but like, mm. is the ex, you have to experience the pain completely yeah. through the the episode? Yeah. So that's a big deal because I'm I'm not traumatized by when I broke my my arm, but I would have much preferred to have had an anesthetic when it was set. So here's the thing: Would you still be traumatized if you couldn't remember it? Do you think your no, body? No, I'm, tra- I'm not traumatized. No, no, by no. It. But if someone, I'm saying if someone was sorry, if I'm saying if someone was traumatized by it, to get back to your original story, right, right. If someone was traumatized by it, I mean, I'm sure the entire psychiatric industry would say, like, yeah, you should remember it and work through it. But like, if the person is high functioning and happy and has completely blocked it out. It can't remember it. it has amnesia of the event. Yeah, I think all what you're getting towards is like, I don't think I'm not equipped to say this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like nobody goes, nobody behaving ethically goes rooting around for traumatic events that that aren't a response to a problem that needs solving. Yeah. So I, I think it has to start from, you know, you're 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 before me today because you're suffering in some way shape or form like the woman that i brought Mm -hmm. up in the beginning Mm -hmm. like she's struggling with like how did i how did i drive myself into such a deep rut when i had all this stuff going for me and i'm so i'm so talented and good how did i get to this place and how can i more importantly not go back Mm -hmm. and so she has every reason to try and question that to guard against like going back to what's a very horrible situation so i can see Mm -hmm. why somebody would want to unpack that at that point like you wouldn't want that to be erased at that point i mean i I think there's all kinds of stuff that we're getting into because maybe part of what um going through like unpacking past trauma Mm. is about your narrative like your sense of your sense of self which is just Mm. is you know have a debate about what makes it up but like we we've present ourselves in a certain way to ourselves and to the world Mm -hmm. around us every day. We can't change it on a dime, but like it is malleable. And so whether a trauma happened or not, if she comes up with a story that doesn't hurt anybody else, that was completely false that, you know, she was traumatized and it helps her to guard against, to have a successful life going forward. Great. Right. Now, if it means made up. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're not going to believe the victim. I mean, it's their fault. <laughs> you see that Absolute. diaper she was wearing? I, I know. That's the thing. It was full. Nobody can resist that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Went even farther. Um, you know, to, for the record, I, I, was, I, I think it's really interesting that you brought that up because it makes total sense. I was really thinking of it in uh, terms of like the medical pain management, dentist, doctor stuff, surgery, like... I was really thinking of it in that sense, but you're right because there's psychological trauma, of course, and it, of course, can have a massive effect on your life, obviously, um, and it's something that's commonly blocked out. So I guess it, it raises this really interesting question of like, maybe it should stay blocked out in some cases. Like if you're not having a problem, why go digging? Like you said, but if you are, but I don't a think, problem, but I don't think anybody does. Like I, I think, you know, maybe that would just be if you had like you know, some troll that was just trying to make trouble, you know, and meddle in your life. But, you know, I think generally if people are going along well, they just try and keep going along well. Hmm. I, I don't know. I wonder if it would be a... But pain, pain is an interesting thing because I, I don't know when this came up in, in the last year or so. Maybe it was with dad, actually. Or mm-hmm. um, with dad, I think, you know, other people in the family. Um, and then previously... Like years ago, uh, there's someone in Christie's family with peripheral neuropathy, which is just like a fancy word that I don't know what it really means, but it's just like you're just hurting and nobody knows why and nobody can stop it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think pain is really very well understood. No, I know it's not. I've talked to Ben about it. You, I'm sure you've been around during those conversations. He's like, we can't even reliably measure it. There's no, it, it's, it's the perhaps the most subjective thing and like on a scale of one to 10, does this feel like hitting your hand, you know, thumb with a hand? It's like very, very almost nursery school kind of questions about pain yeah. management. And what is pain? 
Right. Yeah. And I, I've noticed, especially, especially because of karate, where, you know, I'm like literally full force punching a two inch thick piece of cement, full force, no glove, nothing that, that my categorization of pain is, uh, is wildly different. So it also physical therapy has taught me this. And, and, and recently, uh, uh, like we're getting into my, like, like, I feel like I'm violating my own HIPAA regulations, but I had a, I'm like, uh, I think that's a, uh, what do you call it? A kidney stone. I feel like I might be having a kidney stone right now. And it was just the most exquisite blinding pain. And fortunately it, it stopped very quickly, but now here's the thing. I, I might end up eating these words, but there's lots of kinds of pain that I can totally put up with as long as I know it's not hurting me. So if, if that distinction, cause it, you know, you said before, what's pain for, it's like to tell you that you're, you're, you're sort of in jeopardy of some kind, I guess, I suppose that's the most basic cause of pain. It's like, well, stop, take your hand off the stove because you're going to create a wound that will get infected and you'll die. You're not going to be able to procreate your genes. Like pain's there to help you have babies. So like you don't die, but if in a situation where the pain is expected and not injurious, if that's a word. I can, I, my threshold is way higher, not infinite, of course, but way, way higher. Well, there's so, a lot of it anxiety. Like you mm -hmm. were saying before you went in for the, the exam that you had built it up as, you know, something larger than, than it was. And I never thought it was going to hurt. Like in no part, no part of my, my fear about that was a hurt. It was more about the complete loss of control and like babbling like an idiot in front of the kids. Like I really did not want that. <laughs> so whatever that means, I'm sure that's, that's totally something to unpack, but I was yeah. very, I did not want that. If you're going to create future therapy content for your kids, you want to be in control of it <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, quick, so quick side story. Um, I had my gallbladder removed and it was after several bouts of, um, of just in <laughs> intense, like, like, wow, dad's screaming upstairs on the floor. Well, what's going on? Mom, what, what's he doing up there screaming? I didn't quite experience dad doing that before. Mm. So, um, there were, it was, it was, <laughs> it was horrible and had no idea what it was. Yeah. And, so uh, that, that would terrify me. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so much, so much that I could go into there that I'm tempted to go into there because it's, <laughs> I like to talk about myself. But at the end, like, there was a neighbor, uh, a woman who was talking to me and Christy one day and said that she had had gallbladder stones and delivered kids and gallbladder stones were much more painful than, oh than childbearing. You hit the lottery. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I win. I'm done. This That's is the, the greatest moment <laughs> in human history. Yeah, I do remember this now, actually, because I remember this. The toilet this. lid stays up. I am done. <laughs> we're out. I call it a day. You just better hope Christy doesn't get gallstones. Oh, yeah. That's always possible. Yeah. I hope it's, it's really not good. catching. It's contagious. Yeah. Just don't, you can't rub gallbladders together, I think is the key. Mm-hmm. It's frowned upon. So. Yeah. So that that's what it boils down to for me. Like I can, my, my pain threshold for something that is inexplicable, inexplicable. It doesn't even need to be pain. It could be a weird sensation and I'll interpret it as pain because I'm like, am I dying now? Or is this the end of my, I don't know, karate career? Or is this the end of my guitar playing career? Totally. Or Yeah. And you make it into this big thing. I make it into this big thing. Like, wait, but if I have, I could literally be bleeding out of a wound that is swollen, like swollen up like a melon and be like, it doesn't, it really, it's nothing. It's because I punched that cement. Like, duh. Like, of course. Right. Like, it doesn't hurt. Like, it just, my brain just doesn't interpret it as pain. I can feel it, but it doesn't scare me. And like the, so, so like, I remember thinking like when I was having this sort of what I imagined to be a kidney stone sensation, I was like, I, I was like, next time I talk to my doctor, I'm going to be like, are kidney stones just painful? Like, like, or is it, is it something that potentially needs to be operated on because it's causing like, is it on route damage? To an, is it on route to an infection? Or something worse, like is it, or is it just something that passes and you just put up with it? Because I can, like the amount of pain, like I went through in physical therapy, 
it was almost like in physical therapy, I was having like problems with my shoulders after snowboard, a snowboarding accident and, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't, I needed help putting a shirt on also something a control freak loves and I couldn't sleep on my side. Uh, so had, you know, so it was interrupting my sleep. I finally went to the doc, you know, in, in the physical therapist and, and in general, let me start off by saying that it absolutely worked and I was cured of the pain. Um, but basically to summarize the way physical therapy works is they find the motion that is the most painful and they make you do it over and over, sometimes physically manipulate you into the position to make the pain happen. And, and it was, and as long as it's like literal torture, not as bad as real torture because there's malice. See, for me, the, the real pain of torture is the malice behind it. If, <laughs> well, that's, so that's, that weird? Just, that's just subjective. I, you, you could have, what was, what was that? Uh, was it little shop of horrors with the sadomasochistic? <laughs> uh, uh, what was, uh, so my, I, my physical therapist, I don't think is uh, a sadist, but <laughs> no, they gotta be all of them have to be, but geez, Louise, like that, um, I, that bar, there was just like this bar <laughs> yeah. that was like, a, I don't know, like a quarter inch thick, like, mm, like, like a could, you, could, could you make it a little bit thicker? Like, I, it, it's like, please, like, and, and it's just like a handlebar that, and I had like a, a, a knot in my calf that just wasn't going away. And mm. so they would electrocute me and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which was totally fine. <laughs> compared to this bar <laughs> and when she started dragging the bar over the lump it was like oh i it was thought a she stuck it up your butt <laughs> that was that was if i was good i see um <laughs> i never i never so, earned it so it's like um, a rolling pin on the most painful part of your body but not even it wasn't rolling so it was like being dragged across scraping oh caramba it was it was i i don't know how i brought myself <laughs> to go back there it was right i was like i am i am not um i thought that i had a tolerance for pain and mm. i i really don't feel like i that really just that was horrible yeah no it's bad but so that but for me it makes a massive difference again i like that white that blinding white teeth pain is it goes straight to my lizard brain. I can't do anything about it. Um, but like in terms of like, oh, this is fine. The dentist knows what he's doing. It's I can't. I can't. It's just like you know, that's fight a or big, flight. That's a big deal. Is feeling like they having trust that they they know what they're doing and just like yeah. giving your surrendering. Yeah, uh, surrendering. It, it's right. a big surrender, right? Like to just say. Uh, and again, this is the stories we tell ourselves, right? Mm. Like we don't know if that's true. We don't, but. You tell yourself that story, it sure does help. Yeah, it does help. It helps. It 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 probably ratchets up my pain tolerance like 80%. I mean, like I can put up with almost nothing if it's a mystery pain. I'm like, what was that? Like, that's weird. That's new. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Call, that would... call your doctor straight away kind of a thing. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like, that, that seemed weird. I didn't do anything that would cause that kind of, you know, right? So, like, it almost turns a, a, uh, an unusual sensation into a pain response but if I know, like, you know, if I say to the physical therapist, he's, I'm like, dude, this feels like you're literally dislocating my shoulder. And he's like, nah, it's supposed to feel like that. And uh, that's, and what's happening is that, so it, it, making an appeal to my rational mind really helps, you know, like, well, the reason, the reason this isn't insane is because X, Y, and Z, and that makes sense to me. And he like gave me a demonstration. He's like, you have an inflammation in your shoulder joint that is like the size of a pencil eraser. And uh, you're on these anti-inflammatories and then like working it in this way will actually cause the inflammation to blah, blah, and wear it down and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it worked. So, it, you know, it's, I could put up with like extreme amounts of pain from that. And if the doctor said to me like, yeah, passing a kidney stone is like worse than giving birth, but it doesn't hurt. It's not damaging you. It's not going to prevent you from, uh, you know, doing whatever you do with your <laughs> things that pass kidney stones. <laughs> but it, then it's like, all right, whatever. I'll just, you know, and maybe it'll be that it was pretty intense. It felt like an actual meteorite was in the middle of my shaft, like a microscopic meteorite or a coal, a flaming hot coal. Or like Jax. 
No, it didn't feel like that. No, yeah, it could have felt like that. It felt much more like a cigarette ember was in my urethra. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> a really tiny one that wouldn't go out. Well, this is one of the things I've tried to say with, with the kids when they're experiencing pain mm-hmm. uh, is maybe along those lines. Like, is like there's two things happening right now. You're in pain and you're panicking about the pain. The panic, exactly. And like... I'm not like both are are really hard for you. Mm -hmm. And, and so what's the path out of that? So how can you stop the panic? So if I can tell you that I'm a hundred percent sure that this is not a threat to your life, it's not a threat to your limbs. Mm -hmm. This is going to pass. Like, is there a way that you can, you know, do a breathing exercise and try and detach from the situation and see that the pain is happening, but you don't have to react to the pain. Yes. I don't know that it's worked ever, but um, but it is interesting the panic that comes uh, with this stuff, whether it's an, an injury or um, I don't know, just when things aren't working out physically one way or another. Yeah. Get, especially uh, the older I get, and the worse shape that I'm in, when I try and do things and I'm not able to do them as well, like I, I have to admit, like a little bit of panic will set in. Yeah. It's like, look, you you, you don't. Separate out the issue from the panic, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. And and the, and the yeah, I mean, shame is a strong word, but it's that kind of like, it's that kind of like reminder that you're not getting any better in this particular way, you know? And it, so it's like, oh, here, you know, you used to have this superpower where you were invincible and flexible and resilient and could- And your you pants know, fit. Yeah, all those things. Yeah. And- <laughs> And now like, okay, so like there's different, so that's not, that's not getting any better at a certain point, but other things get way better, you know? So it's so, but in that moment, if you're important to remember, yeah. 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 Like your drinking ability. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can. (laughs) Like your ability to to dissociate and ignore social commitments. (laughs) Yeah. And sleep in. Yeah. So, right. But yeah. I want to come back to your initial premise because I feel like through this conversation, you there's a good chance that you may have come to the conclusion that uh, uh, anis- not anesthesia, amnesia, or memory erasing after yeah. is not uh, you know a, a six of one, half dozen of another in terms of anesthesia. Like anesthesia is 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 better. Like you you don't have to experience the pain in the first place. And, and so there's no, there's no even opportunity for trauma I think, and, yeah. and you can be in control of what happened in your life. Like you can know what happened. True. So yeah, I haven't, I definitely haven't reached any conclusions, but I was fascinated by the, the experience because I was like something really painful could have happened that I just missed. Yeah. I, I'm sure never, it did. Probably, you know, I'm sure it did. There's, I, I don't know what it is like to have that done without the anesthesia. Like, I, I don't know if they're avoiding discomfort, um, or awkwardness slash discomfort or pain, but, mm-hmm. um, take away the procedure that you had and insert another one, you know, yeah. where you know there's pain and like yeah. skip it, skip the pain. Right. What's gained? I guess not, nothing is gained except if you want to like be the person that's stealing yourself against, you know, a bunch of pain that's to come. But, um, that so, seems, that seems masochistic. It's just, I just endlessly, I can't stop thinking about the, cause in theory you want to say, well, yeah, it'd definitely be better to not go through the pain. But if you can't remember going through the pain after, what's the difference ultimately on your life? And so it, it could be that it's, it's, the, let's say, the, episode, it's the episode that it's, it's gone. It's, the episode's gone. Right. But you still had to go through it. Like there's no, but that's, that's, this is the crux of what fascinates me. Did I go through it? If I can't remember it, you did like, you but would what have difference does it make? It doesn't make a difference going forward, but you didn't like it when it was happening. So. I can't so remember you, not liking it. Right, but in in that, I, I see, see what you're, I see what you're saying, and I, I see, see what you're and saying, I, and I also see what you're what you're getting at. But like at the same time, like you, it still happened, and you still didn't enjoy it. 
like you're you're attributing pain to being like all about memory but it's also the experience itself like why why go through that the only answer and also who who do you want meddling around in your memories like that that's a great point that is a really good point because who knows what else they did the, i mean hilarious yeah right. that like louis ck thing would took on extra meaning when he went to the dead <laughs> i think what's appealing to you about this is the is the the fully like inhuman abstract proposition that pain without a negative consequence should be tolerable and you would you would like to imagine a world where you're able to tolerate it knowing that it's no big deal no 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 that's that's i see why you would say that but but if if there was a pure um you know if you got a spinal for a colonoscopy see i wouldn't want that either you know what i mean because then yeah, it's, it's like it's trade-offs too because like right like what you're getting at like what are the negative side effects of right you know the the um anesthesiologist's work that uh, on you yeah. and i guess that's you know a youtube video is, a, is about as bad as it gets and probably one in a million death you know yeah right so no, the the thing I'm not saying like one's better than the other. Like, and I would agree with you that like if you could just if there was a, a, a light switch to like let's turn off this person's pain receptors for 15 minutes so that a a group, not just one person, but a group of trained professionals can do a potentially life saving diagnostic procedure. Yeah, flip the switch, keep me awake. Where's the harm? Yeah, that like totally fine. But the thing that kind of surprised me was like, if I can't remember that, like, let's say it was torture for like the last three minutes was torture and they men in black my memory, like, boom, that didn't happen. Right. So, so, so then, then I guess the question is like, um, how, I, so I don't know if, if it's just play this out for a second. So you've mm -hmm. got this men in black wand uh, and you can root out the memory, does that eliminate the trauma, right? Is that kind of... That's kind of the question, yeah. Right. Like, does it does it continue to live on in your muscles or something? Or Well, I think you would have... I think you would have whatever... So your body does a gajillion things during a stress reaction, but I don't know one of them is permanent. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got, you know, whatever, however the, the memories are being coded. And so if the... If you've got those two things and say I'm, I'm right that, well, I guess then one of the pieces would be, um, so you opt for, for, and maybe this is like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Mm, that movie messed me up. Mm -hmm. I, where it didn't, wasn't part of the procedure to forget that they were traumatized by the breakup. Wasn't that the whole premise of the movie? Um, I but the, I think the, also the premise was that despite the technology, the truth will out, which was interesting. Yeah. Well, so, that's the, that's the Hollywood, right? That's the that, Hollywood, right. That's the Hollywood. It's like, yeah, but no, like it, no, it's, you, it's really, it's really gone. So say I did get raped and, uh, and blocked it out, but mm -hmm. it really, I acted out going forward for 20 years. And, so it's not up. really so I, I guess I would argue that it's not really blocked out. Like so you we're can't we're, remember it. Well, we're talking about so we're talking about pain and there's kind of a different category of it though, right? It's the the mm. so the I feel like there is something about rape or you know violence that isn't just the the physical pain. It's agreed. the agreed. Agreed. It's the malice. It, it's well, the, I was gonna say it was um it, it, I don't, I want to come up with, I, I know how I want to say this, but the words aren't coming out right. It's, it's like, it's when you, when you're unable to ascribe, uh, the what negativity cause? to the, to the person that did it. And you, 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 what, what should I, I'm let like when, when the, when the rape or the violence, um, makes you feel less. Mm-hmm. When it diminishes you, right. it, it, when it hurts your image, when it hurts your your sense of self, mm -hmm. um, it, that's a different kind of pain, right? And that's 
got to be about how – so I think this is very interesting. I, I'm not making a coherent thought here, but I'm just – I guess what I'm trying to say is like if I don't – if I – if you can imagine a traumatic event happening mm-hmm. and it's forgotten, um, but it, it initiates a set of, of behaviors and yeah, coping it mechanisms. Ca- it causes things, right? It's- yeah. So I don't know yeah. what, what the headwaters are, but I can see where the river's flowing now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, so again, when I first was thinking about this, when I brought it up, I was completely not thinking about psychological trauma. I was thinking about a root canal, colonoscopy, a birth, awful things. <laughs> so where's where's my men in black pen right so so what is this what is this baby doing here what <laughs> the point you're raising is a really good one and i have not thought about it at all in this context which is there's a i think there's a i think it's pretty clear to say with ptsd or whatever it's pretty clear to, to see that there can be a um, pretty clear. What the fuck do I know? But it seems like much more complicated. According because, to my calculations. According to my calculations. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. According to my calculations that I just did with no concept is that there's a difference between not being able to remember something and erasing the thing. So in say the that again, it, there's a difference between not being able to remember something and erasing the effects of the thing. Well, so, and we've, that's a, that's a appendage on what you said before. So erasing the thing an appendage. Now, now you're letter. saying erase the thing and its effects. So, yeah, I, I think I, I, I revised it a little bit with my second telling, but the, but with the, with the doctor scenario where no one's yeah, teabagging think- you, you know, it's like, it's like, Everybody's there for the same reason. It's a group of professionals. It would need to be like a giant frame that negatively. Giant conspiracy for them to be, you know, like abusing me in some way while I was under the influence. It'd be ridiculous. And like that that was sort of the compartmentalized scenario. The the Novocaine versus the memory eraser that is like was fascinating to physical, non life threatening pain. That was like the domain that I was imagining. And if if the assume, presuming that your body didn't somehow retain the trauma and continue to respond to it, like like somehow it was recorded in your muscles, like you tensed up in a particular way, you know, and they say tense up, it'll hurt. Like don't tense up, it'll hurt less. <laughs> right. But if. No, I, I hear you because then, then, then you get the thing where, hey, I'm happy to go back because I don't even remember what was bad about it. Right. Like I'll, I'll, it was like, it was fine. It was so much less of a big deal. So if you had a choice between amnesia and it would like, you know, cause you to lose three years of your life or experience the pain and, um, and we can just erase the memory of it and there's no consequence. Then interesting question. So yeah. So imagine if you're faced with the choice of like, like you had a trauma we can erase it, but we're going to erase everything from the last three. Like it's not surgical. It's not, it's not specific. We can erase everything from the last three years. Oh no, I wasn't saying that. I was saying oh. like, you can have your, you can have pain relief, but you're going to live three years less. Like you're oh. where we, you're just like, there's no, a cost. I'd rather, yeah. Right. And then, or I'd rather you, risk the colon cancer, honestly. I mean, <laughs> like why definitely lose three years when you could just maybe uh, lose just three years. Playing, would you rather? <laughs> but the but the idea of being able to say like we can erase your memory from the last six months, but maybe it'll be twelve months where I can't really control it exactly, and and you will you will not remember this pain or this physical this physical physical trauma. I, I can't wildly disruptive, it. right? A wildly disru- disruptive option. Yeah, you couldn't pick it. You couldn't pick it. No. But if but if they could say like the last two days and you've been in the hospital for two days, yeah, and you could just forget it. It would be, I, I wish, I so wish there was a video. I, I mean, like I was actually very nervous about a video of, not very nervous, but it was like, that was my my comic book fear of the scenario. Well, the that, good news is you're going to get to do it again, dude. Yeah, but not for five years and then the kids will be out of the house. So it'll just be Erica in the car and she would never post something to YouTube. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's really interesting. It raised a lot of... I probably thought about it way more than is necessary, which is pretty well, standard for me. No, I 
look, it it's it's like, oh no, we should just take it for granted and not talk about it. Like it's crazy. Like let's let's just take stock for a second. Your your the procedure was done for which you felt nothing and were not conscious. Like that's magic. That's like crazy that that that's even possible. And then you also, in addition, thought that you weren't out. That is the sh- that's the thing. And I still to this day I can't even I can't even reliably say yes I was out. The only thing that makes me think I was out is the look on the guy's face in post, and I'm like he definitely knew something he was not telling me and i would lo- i i always want to interview him now because yeah, well, i want to know when you go back into his office next time i just want you to grab his phone just grab his phone from him and, and just start going through his photos he's definitely got a video <laughs> i should just I search just, youtube for like, the date you, you just turned over and he's like reaching over trying to get it yeah yeah i'll just search youtube on that date Yep, there, there it is. That'd be like a like dark web cottage industry of like <laughs> failed started, videos of people coming out of their colonoscopy amnesia. I I have recently become interested in the dark web. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to suit up for it. I mm. feel like did you ever watch Stranger Things? Oh yeah, not so I haven't I, seen the new one. No spoilers. No spoilers. I'm just saying, like, from the first season, I'm putting on the yellow suit. I'm clipping the thing to my back, and I'm walking into the dark Into the vagina, yeah. (laughs) Right. And uh, I'm not quite there yet. I have some of the tools, but I haven't quite figured it out yet. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm in there. I'm just maybe some jumping jacks or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely – I mean, it's the step past Reddit, past 4chan, into, like, the real, like, order meth online. I'm full. I've got the onion all queued up. I am ready to live inside the onion briefly. I'm I'm good to go. Cool. Report back if you I will, can. If I can, that's right. <laughs> Look, if I uh, the next the next week, if I only have like, you know, I'm just missing fingers. You know? <laughs> you're gonna get yeah. Next time we talk, you're gonna get swatted in the background. <laughs> cool. Oh, All right, it's cry time here. I gotta I gotta dash. You but... finally we got you out of here somewhat on time this time. More or less. Maybe more or less. Well, cool. Emma says hello in particular. She was wanted to say hi to you and the others. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Say hi back. Say hi to everybody. Will do. Roger that. All right, dude. Later.